Good morning, and thank you for joining me uh, for this final devotion of the year 2022. And I thank you for doing this uh, walk through the Bible with, with each of us. Uh, we appreciate uh, your taking the time, and it is our hope. It was done very intentionally uh, with the idea of it being a blessing, of it being useful uh, to you gaining a greater mastery, a greater confidence uh, regarding uh, your knowledge of the Word of God. And so in this uh, final uh, segment, I ask you to go to the New Testament book of 2 Timothy. We're going to read verses uh, 14 and 19 from chapter 2. So 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14. If you've got a Bible and you can take it and open it to that, we'll read that in just a moment. Uh, uh, those of you that have been a part of the Awana ministry uh, that are familiar, this uh, is from uh, this text is uh, from where they take their theme verse, the emphasis uh, on the Word of God being rightly divided. That is we, that we correctly understand what God means by what he said. I, I was uh, laughing a little bit earlier today. I had seen uh, a, a video on one of the social medias of uh, the old uh, comic trio, The Three Stooges, in which Curly uh, was preparing presumably what was a uh, Thanksgiving turkey. And he was reading the uh, recipe directions and uh, trying to follow them. And it came to the uh, place that he was to dice two onions. And so he picked up the two onions and he took and shook them like you would shake up gaming uh, dice. And then he chunked it into the cavity of the turkey and on and on the routine went. That is, uh, he was not correctly understanding those words in the context of a cookbook, of a, a recipe. And, and so the Bible is much like that. We have to understand what the author meant by what he said, what God communicates to us by using these human instruments. And so we always need to pay attention to whom is the author writing, uh, who is that particular author, and is he saying something uh, that might be somewhat restricted to that original audience, or is it something more broadly applicable to the uh, church in every situation? Uh, is it a word to the unbelieving world, and, and so forth. And so we can do great harm to ourselves, and great harm to the church uh, if we uh, wrongly interpret and wrongly apply the Word of God. That's not to give you uh, great anxiety or trepidation about reading your Bible. I encourage you to read the Bible, and, and because you have the Spirit of God, uh, we pray that you uh, have the illumination to rightly understand it. But probably the biggest error that I have seen in my lifetime is uh, what happens in uh, uh, kind of an extreme uh, aspect of the charismatic movement uh, where they uh, take the prosperity promises uh, given to the old theocracy, to Old Testament Israel, and they bring them forward and directly apply them to their individual lives that God has promised to keep me healthy and make me wealthy. And again, that's an illegitimate understanding of the text and it is not rightly dividing. And so the challenge for us is always to rightly divide the Word of God. That's what Paul admonishes us to do in this text. So again, 2 Timothy 2, verse 14. Remind them of these words and charge them before God not to quarrel about words which does no good, but only ruins the hearers. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. But avoid irrelevant 
irreverent babble, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenius and Philetus, who have swerved from the truth, saying the resurrection has already happened. They are upsetting the faith of some, uh, but God's firm foundation stands bearing this seal. The Lord knows those who are His. Let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. And so uh, Paul makes a distinction. Uh, there are places that we're to stand. Uh, we're to, to dive deeply into the Word of God to understand uh, what uh, God commands of us. And there are things that maybe we should not be so caught up in debating and discussing and, and uh, bringing great distress and consternation and division. And again, it's only by discernment of, of that which is essential to uh, Christian life and to the church and, and that which may be uh, secondary. And obviously different people uh, have different convictions about uh, what is of absolute essential importance and what is not. But hopefully, and, it, and it's really true, the true church stands in far more agreement than they do disagreement. Yes, indeed, we disagree about who should be baptized and how they should be baptized. We have disagreements about how God shall bring about the appropriate end of all things. But we agree on the things that are essential, the nature of the Bible, the nature of the Lord Jesus Christ, His work on the cross, what He did for us, uh, His death, burial, and resurrection, His return. There's a, so much more that we agree upon. And so Paul's word to Timothy and to the church is that we will give an account. And so we need to be diligent. We, we need to be uh, good students, good stewards of the Word of God and make sure we cut it straight. Paul uses the language that might have been appropriate for his trade as a tent maker to cut the cloth straight so that it will make the appropriate uh, uh, edges to uh, sails or tents or whatever he was uh, making. And that uh, the warning is to, to mishandle the Word of God does great damage to the church and actually promote uh, un godliness. And so uh, uh, we take uh, very seriously uh, the warning that uh, not many should desire to be teachers because they're held to a higher standard, that it is our duty to rightly divide. Uh, but to be sure, it is the duty of every Christian to rightly read, rightly understand, uh, and to rightly speak of uh, the Word of God. And so uh, we leave you with that challenge as we go forward. Uh, that you would uh, know uh, this testimony to our Lord Jesus Christ that begins in the book of Genesis and continues the book of Revelation and uh, that the entire Bible is a testimony to Christ. And if we keep that in mind, I think it's helpful as a, a hermeneutic, as a, as a, a peg driven in the ground uh, as to how we should interpret the Word of God. And so once again, thank you a, a, a bit about where we're going from here. Tomorrow morning, January 1st, uh, there'll be a new devotion, and we're going to uh, do a series that we call Creation, Rebellion, Salvation, and Consummation, another bit of a look at, at kind of an overview of the Scriptures and to, to try to t get hold of how these four themes uh, form the centrality and even the totality of the testimony of the Word of God. And so I hope you'll be with us all the way through 2023. Uh, we will have devotions that we'll post every day. And so we'll hope that uh, you'll join with us and uh, once again uh, work uh, through these issues. And this particular uh, 
segment or this particular series to read through the Bible, uh, you can actually go to our website and you can actually find them if you choose to repeat them. It's always a good discipline uh, to read through the Bible in a year. And uh, as you've discovered this year, uh, about three and a quarter chapters a day will take you through the entirety of the Bible. So thank you for being with us, uh, for joining with us, for doing the, the hard work of, of reading. And I hope it's been a blessing and we look forward to meeting with you again all the way through 2023. Uh, may God bless you in the coming year. Thank you. <music>